Welcome to More Impact. For the next 20 minutes or so, I hope to inspire you to step up and make more impact in every part of your life. I'm Deborah Ogden, and for over 15 years, I've been working with clients to step up and stand out with a powerful personal brand. Through this podcast, I want to bring you ideas and inspiration to allow you to do the same. Hello, how are you? I hope you've had a super week again. I am actually recording this on Sunday, which I'd got out of a habit of doing. I'd been scheduling it for a Friday, but I had some work I had to finish on Friday. So here I am on Sunday afternoon. But I knew exactly what I wanted to talk about today. And I've I've said before that I often find inspiration in unusual places. And a podcast that I really enjoy listening to is Dish. I don't know if you've come across it with it's not a business one. It's it's a, a more of a leisure. It's around cookery and it's a double header, double um, hosted with Nick Grimshaw, the DJ, who I always have a soft spot for anyway, because he's from my neck of the woods originally. And also Angela Hartnett, who I think is absolutely superb, the chef. And they just make a really great couple. And they'd had on Kirsty Young, the newsreader and journalist, broadcaster. And in their conversation, they mentioned some of the things that they talked about when she was on Desert Island Discs. And I can't quite remember how it came about in the conversation, but they said, what is the one piece of advice that you would give your younger self? And it made me smile because she said, you know, I was always the good girl. She said, so I would tell myself to dance on the tables and snog the bad boys and uh, take a few risks. And it just really made me smile. So um, today I am looking to share with you advice for my younger self. Now, it won't involve snogging the bad boys or dancing on the tables, uh, but personal brand advice for my younger self and I hope you take something from this and before I start I've got 10 tips but um, before I start I found this quite interesting because when I set up the business 13 years ago nobody talked about personal branding and even now I think there is resistance because it is seen as social media management it is seen as something that is beneficial for celebrities or influencers. But of course, it can have a huge impact on all aspects of our life and particularly our careers. And whereas I'm very happy with my career and where I am now, I definitely think there could have been shortcuts and I definitely think I could have been more strategic about it. I was a little bit guilty of not taking ownership of my career, maybe because I didn't have a burning desire to become a lawyer, a burning desire to work in marketing at that point. So maybe that has um, perhaps caused some of the challenges. But I also truly believe that we are where we are, where we're meant to be, where we are. 
Does that make sense? <laughs> so we are where we're meant to be and we make the choices we make and those lead to the good stuff and the not so good stuff sometimes. So my first piece of advice for my younger self would be, number one, be yourself. And I think there are times, particularly when we are younger and I suppose raising a teenager at the moment, there are times when I see elements, maybe of a lot of this, but particularly this one in him, in that it's about being yourself, but we all desperately want to fit into a tribe when we're younger. And I can remember even when it came to for somebody who, who loves clothing so much and style, I can remember my dad saying to me, you resist wearing your school uniform, yet you all go out wearing Levi's 501s, a white t-shirt, a navy blazer and um, oxblood loafers. And it was so true. And you look at young people today, there becomes a trend of how to look. You only have to look on Instagram. So I think I would say be yourself. You are good enough. You don't need to compare yourself to others and you might be different, but it's the differences that make us stand out. And often it's the differences that we are, we feel are a bit quirky. Those are the things that other people love about us and we need to own them and play to our strengths. But for me that be yourself, you are good enough and don't compare to others is incredibly important as much today as it would have been way back when. And then secondly, something I've touched on already, it would be have a vision or plan. Don't drift, be a little bit more strategic. I've been very lucky and I think the thing that has perhaps kept me on the straight and narrow when it's come to growing and progressing my career is that well, what I lack in strategic thinking or what I did lack in strategic thinking along my career, I would always take an opportunity so if I spot an opportunity I'm not frightened of following it up making a connection seeing where that will go and therefore my career has definitely been organic there have been I haven't gone out seeking for job roles fabulous job roles have come up even my role as media manager at Old Trafford I spotted it when I was working for the management consultants and it was at the time a sales and marketing role but it was the fact that it was in cricket and sport that attracted me and I was quite strategic there actually because I knew that I there was an opportunity to create something from a media management point of view but often these decisions have been made on a gut rather than planning so yeah I would definitely uh, be more strategic and have a vision and have a plan. Um, number three, something that I do well now, but I didn't do well at the time. And this is something that I've learned later on in life is to network actively and manage that network. And I've always been good at connecting and building relationships. To be honest, I've always had to be because of the roles that I've had. But again, I've not always been that strategic in managing those connections. I think now of the connections that I had in the Northwest and throughout sport, being 
the only media manager in um, cricket, but also being a a woman, which was very unusual in the sport, um, meant that I was very well known throughout the game internationally. But I haven't always kept up some of those um, relationships. I don't know how useful they would have been for me now. Probably they could have been if that was an arm I wanted to progress in the business. They probably could have been very useful. But it's worth thinking. So have a think about your network and are you... And I'm not saying I do think there are people that we meet when we just build relationships with and people come into our lives when we need them. But we can be strategic in seeking out who we can connect with, who can be part of our audience. So have a look at and have a think about people that maybe have supported you in the past that could support you going forward and get in touch with them. In fact, um. I know one of my listeners um, was sharing a story this week about having connected with somebody that they'd worked with in the past and asked them to be a speaker for an event and had been reluctant and had sort of hesitated before getting in touch, but had message them and they come back and said yes of course so again let's get out of the way of that voice in our head get out of our own way and really start to use our networks to benefit us I do hope some of these resonate with you and I think they're all advice that I need to remind myself of now (laughs) in my good old 50s But um, number four is take risks and embrace challenges. And I suppose we've talked about this already. And when I was thinking about this, I thought, yeah, I've always been the good girl. I was the girl that went to the all girls school. I was the prefect. I was house captain. I've always done what was expected of me. I've never, ever rebelled, I don't think. And even today, I want to do the right thing. I'm not a rebel in any way. But I think sometimes that could hold me back. And there's a fine line, isn't there? But perhaps there have been times when I could have taken more risk and maybe embraced some of the challenges. Quite often, I'm not bad with a challenge. I don't know how you feel you are with challenges. I'm not bad with change. I quite enjoy change. But I think we can, and I must say, I'm just sort of interrupting myself here, but I think stepping out of your comfort zone, sometimes we can be good at it. It can depend what it is. It can depend what stage we are in in our lives. But I do believe in maybe challenging ourselves every day in some way. I think that was an Eleanor Roosevelt quote that said, do something you're scared of every day. And don't be afraid to step out of that comfort zone because that really is where the magic happens. You know, taking those risks, facing challenges can lead to personal and professional growth. And often they will reflect back on your personal brand because they will be things that you wouldn't have taken otherwise. So take those risks, embrace those challenges. Now, here comes a biggie. And for those that listen regularly and know me, I think you probably guessed this would be on here. But number five, give up on perfect. 
my goodness, I feel a little bit emotional when I talk about this sometimes because I think of the ways that perhaps I have held myself back over the years and I actually think, getting really deep now, this links back to the number one, be yourself, you are good enough. Sometimes I've been striving to be perfect. I hope this resonates with some of you. I know from some of the conversations I've had, I know it will do, but sometimes good enough is good enough. And I've said before, I've had counselling for perfectionism and for me that was that understanding of black and white thinking you know with having some flexibility and realizing that sometimes there are areas of gray and I wish I'd understood that having high standards was okay but perfect was never ever going to work and realizing how it's held me back over the years and I can look back now and think my goodness there are opportunities I didn't take and I particularly look back at my days at Old Trafford and I would I would never go back because I don't believe in going back I believe in moving forward but I think how I could handle and what I could make of that role these days with the experience that I have now and of course how much perfectionism has ended up in procrastination so talking of procrastination number six is start earlier and I think it's Mel Robbins who talks about no one's coming to save us we've got to own our careers we've got to own our life we have to be the captain of the ship whatever cliche you want to come up with but there is no one out there coming to save us so whatever it is that you deeply desire whatever it is that you want it's about recognizing that and it's about us to it's up to us to take action and I know I've shared this many times on here but I do believe in that Chinese proverb of when's the best time to plant an oak tree 20 years ago the second best time is now we need to take action and so often we do procrastinate don't we because of fear because of waiting for the perfect time so start now what one thing could you do and start this week that you've been putting off and putting off it might just be a small thing that will make you feel so much better for having done it you know what I've done something like that today we've had a bit of a frustrating day which I won't go into but um I needed to achieve something today and in my study at home Oscar when he was working for his GCSEs used the study and I don't use it as often now I have my office but I had all his GCSE papers all his notebooks and there was a pile of different papers and life admin and I've been and sorted it all out today. And my goodness me, I've been talking about doing it over Christmas and I haven't and I've done it. And I feel so much better for doing it. And I feel in such a, a good, positive mindset for having do, done it. So, yes, I wish I'd done it earlier. <laughs> and uh, number seven is celebrate your achievements. Make sure you recognise what you have achieved and recognise how good you are sometimes. And I feel a little bit uncomfortable saying that when I'm talking about myself. Yes, I'll champion you all. But 
sometimes recognize, recognize how blooming good you are at what you do. Not always, but sometimes. You know, I've just thought of a, uh, an experience. So when I was still doing my law degree and I worked for a law firm in uh, Nottingham and there was one partner, I didn't fill it, I can't remember his surname, but there was a partner that was really quite tricky to work for and one day he asked me if I would draft up an affidavit for a, which is a statement for those that aren't, haven't got legal training, but I had to draft up an affidavit for a matrimonial case a divorce case and I procrastinated and procrastinated because I didn't really know where to start and I have a little mantra for this even to this day which is it's not going to get any easier if you leave it an hour so you might as well start now and I remember thinking that and creating this document and taking it to him and sort of scuttling off anyway he rang me about two hours later and said Deborah can you come down and he said have you written this and I said yes and I thought I was in for a bit of a telling off and he said it's absolutely brilliant and I can remember the feeling then that shock and not understanding not recognizing my achievements so you know don't shy away of showcasing your achievements yes we get fed up of the show-offs but sometimes we can share success through our stories through our testimonials share the big milestones share the success your success and the impact it may have within the business or on the business that you are running share your successes your team successes if you work within an organization if we do it in the right way then nobody will see us as a show off and as always it gives other people permission to step up you know your track record is a testament to your capabilities and all the hard work that you've done and the sleepless nights and the unhappiness sometimes but we come through the other side and that's what we need to be celebrating and then one of my favourites, again, I'm sure I've shared this on here before, um, but that would be follow the process, not the mood. There have been times over the years when I thought I haven't felt like doing that. And I think this sits in with procrastination a little bit, but um, it's not going away. So find a process, be disciplined and get on with it, even when you don't feel like it. Of all of them, as well as the perfectionism, this is the one that I still have to work on. And actually, discipline is my word of the year. I might do next week's podcast on word of the year. Have a think about that. Um, but discipline is my word of the year because it's the area that I do struggle with. And actually, I've just noticed on my notice board here because I'm doing the uh, recording this in the home study. I have a little note up here which comes from Jim Rohn that says you will suffer one of two pains, the pain of discipline or the pain of regret. And um, at some point that has obviously meant something to me because I've cut it out and stuck it up there. But it is so, so true. And I have to consistently remind myself of long term gain over immediate gratification whether that's a biscuit or a pair of shoes or getting on with recording the podcast, whatever it may be, I have to remind myself, follow that process, 
not how I feel. Okay. And then number nine, I would say is recognizing the power of mentorship and people supporting me, but also how I can mentor and empower others. Because I've been very lucky in my career. I've had people that have supported me and um, encouraged me. And I can remember some real clear moments when people have believed in me. And in that moment, because there's another message, but look for internal validation rather than external validation. That one's not on the list. But in talking about this, I can remember particularly one of my very early coaches saying to me, Deborah, do you realise what you do is unique and the way you do it, etc. And when I walked out of that office, I felt 10 feet tall. And I can remember I achieved more in that week than I had ever done in my business because I'd had that external validation. Now, of course, we need to be looking internally for that. But that member mentorship and empowerment is something that we can do for other people. So talk about your commitment to mentorship. Find people who you can support, maybe formally, maybe informally, and empower others, empower other women, empower other young people, empower other colleagues. I love working with trainee solicitors because I think it is such a challenging area at the moment. They're up against so much to get a contract and most of them are like sponges. They just want to absolutely um, soak up any piece of information that you can give them and they are so grateful and share stories of how you've been supported, but also when I talked about celebration, share stories of how you've supported others and uplifted your team or others in your industry because that mentorship and empowerment is incredibly uh, inspirational. And I think there are times when I may have had impact on young, young cricket players and helped them with their media skills. It may be I've been a listening ear for a colleague but I'm not sure I've celebrated that. Maybe it's something I've taken for granted a little bit more. I think it's important to encourage people to do more of this and to give back. And then number 10, which again is work in progress and one for us all is to look after myself. Um, yeah, <laughs> not very good at this one either. I don't think I'm a lot better than I used to be. And as I've shared on here many times, I have a morning routine and I've got better at saying no. But to really and I grew up and I know some of you will have done when I was starting my early career. Um, you know, it was a badge of pride to be exhausted or to work long hours. And, you know, it was in the um, days where what did this I can't remember what the phrase was about eating breakfast anyway not eating breakfast eating lunch you know in other words you didn't stop for things like lunch you just powered on through 
I think the 90s were very much like that. And I can remember certainly when I worked for CIS, the insurance company, and I was heading up their events, I really burnt the candle at both ends. We would be working incredibly late at night. And I can remember one conference we ran up at Turnbury and there were four of us driving back, but we were all nearly falling asleep at the wheel and I'm horrified at the thought of it now. So, you know, look after yourself is something that I would have told myself and got into better habits and routines when I was younger and uh, but maybe that would have been another stick to beat myself with in being perfect so you know there are two sides to the story aren't there and maybe some of the lessons I've learned have held me in good stead now but I think as a business owner now or as a leader showcasing that holistic approach to success can really resonate with others who are seeking a, a balanced and fulfilling professional and personal life to truly show up at our best we need to really look after ourselves to perform at our best to make an impact we need to look after ourselves first you know that good old cliche put your own oxygen mask on first so those are the 10 things and I really hope they resonate with you. I'd love to know if there are any that you would add on there. Some personal branding tips for your younger self. And I think it, it just highlights how personal branding or whatever you want to call it is not just a one time effort. It's it's an ongoing journey of self-discovery of refinement it's about finding ways of personal growth of personal feedback as well what works what doesn't adjusting and adapting as you grow both personally and professionally so have a think and maybe some of those would be good to introduce into your life now if they are something that perhaps you haven't done consistently over the years and I promise as always if you take just a couple of them on board it will make an impact. Have a super week and I will see you next Monday. Take care. Feeling inspired? If you'd like to know more, please visit my website at deborahogden.com where you can download your own personal brand action plan. And if you've enjoyed this episode, I'd love you to subscribe and share the podcast with your network. Thanks for listening and I'll see you on the next episode.